Hey, welcome to Younger and Older. This is Jason and Dave hanging out at the beautiful studios of Relate365.com on the beautiful campus of Silver Birch Ranch in northern Wisconsin. If you haven't been here, I encourage you to come and check us out. Visit us. Head over to silverbirchranch.org. We do a variety of youth and adult camps, both during the summer and year-round. And then we also host um, Nicolay Bible Institute, which is one of your Bible college program where you can study the Bible, grow in your walk with God, and even learn what camping ministry is all about. It's a great gap year sort of thing. Yep. Um, and you get to hang out with goofballs like Dave and myself. Yep. Um, so for that reason alone, should probably talk to you. Actually, coming, we but. team up on some other things. We do a springs men, spring men's retreat that's right. that people can come to. And that's we coming do. up, Dave. It is. I know we have like a somewhat, as, a, as they would say in Ireland, a dodgy speaker. Oh, y'all. Who's I'm, that? I'm only joking. Oh, it's me. It's you. That's right. <laughs> I, so I invite men. Look at it. It's the uh, first weekend in May. So I would encourage you to go to silverbirchranch.org. Take a look at it. Join us. I'd love to spend some time with you, and I have some things on my heart. You know, the, the series I'm doing is going to be called Really Boomer. Really? Yeah. Boomer. I, I say that to you sometimes. I know. Not really Boomer. I say really, Dave. No, really? but you, you're respectful, so you don't. You leave the Boomer part off. Yeah. Well, so. I call you old man every now and then. I know. Or Swedish. Well, or I was out skiing with some people, and and there was a young lady there who called me a boomer. So I, I thought, okay, really, boomer? I'm going to I'm going to do a series on this. <laughs> so if you want to if you want to come and hear that, I it's hard to say those things to make fun of me because I just go with it, and I am a boomer, by the way. So this is true. I, I really don't care because right. I am one. I think like a boomer. I look like a boomer. I act like a boomer. <laughs> you know, th- that's what happens when you're a boomer. And uh, millennials are millennials, and Generation X are those, and so we all are. It doesn't so on really and so matter. Forth. That's yeah. right. Yeah, when I was a kid, they just called it the generation gap. They didn't make a big deal about it, and it's probably still there in certain respects. And that's what we're trying to do here, younger, older, kind of bridge that as someone in their sixties talks to somebody in their thirties, and we just talk about life. Yeah. Yeah. Can I ask you why in the world the, the world's so dramatic at this point? I'm I'm getting t- you know I don't even want to watch like news. Because it's like one, it's drama, 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 drama. Over, over drama. I don't know what the, whatever the word for over drama is. Like yeah, drama hill, drama. Yeah, <laughs> way over there. <laughs> I thought over hill had to do with age. Uh, it, no, Boomer. it has to do with over the drama. <laughs> but seriously, it's like we overreact to everything. Yeah, there's one news newscast, and I forget what channel it is. But I, I tell my wife we're not watching that one. Why, this guy is Mr. Drama. Really? He gets on, and no kidding, the, the news will start, and I go, today, around the world, we understand that there are several cows that don't feel well. <laughs> and it's not like, happy cows. And, and in the newsroom, they're passing everybody tissues. You know what I mean? It's like, what is going on here? That's right. That's right. This guy's making everything quite dramatic. Yeah. Believe it or not, do you think that things have changed around the world, or is it just that our communication skill is so fast that we know what Mr. O'Leary is doing in his barn every day? Yeah, I think I think technology has advanced so much that it's shrunk the world down, and so things that we didn't used to worry about or care about, they feel like we need to worry about and care about, even though we shouldn't, because it's just normal. Well, let's Does that talk, make sense? Yeah, let's talk about a, a few things that are going on in the world that yes. seem to me a little bit dramatic. Um, the coronavirus. Yes, that is the latest craze, the coronavirus. Yeah. It drives it, me crazy. Yeah. And Did here's why. Here's why. No, okay. Let me have it. Here's why. Um, so it's obviously, if you're listening to the show, 
there's a 99.9% chance you've heard of the coronavirus. If you did, I'm impressed. Yeah. Whatever you're doing, I should start doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you don't know anything about it, I want in. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But it's like everybody, everybody's freaking out. You know, and 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 you might be listening, being like, "Well, yes, I need to freak out. It's you know, it might kill me." Well, here's where it goes back to like being able to look at sources and facts and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, it's 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 a variation of the cold by definition. So if you look up the the coronavirus, you know, in a medical dictionary, it's just a, it's existed before, and it's a variation of the cold, and so that's why it has similar symptoms to the cold or flu or something mm. like that. Um, but not only that, I, th- I, th- I read an article, you know, I don't even know who it was, but like 85% of the people who actually have contracted the coronavirus don't even have symptoms strong enough that would make them go to the doctor. Right. So, so that means, all right, so that 85% of the people we got to set aside now saying, you know what, it's not a big deal. <laughs> You're just going to get a cough, runny nose, you know, that sort of stuff. And then of the 15%, you know, then they go to the doctor and then obviously there have been some deaths. And I don't want to downplay the deaths, you know, and the death toll on that. But then statistically, you look at the flu just in America alone, you know, and it's killed over, you know, a couple thousand people already this year. And that's with something that you can get a vaccine for. And, and that's even if you have a vaccine, you could still get the flu and die from it. You know, and so here's this thing that the world is just taken and blown up. It's like, seriously, like, I understand that, you know, you could, you know, get sick from it. And especially for, no offense, Dave, the older people, that it's yes, really I the know. older people that have some issues already. Yeah, that, they were saying the you know, kids not saying don't respond probably, that they, they basically don't even know they have it. Right, right. And I'm not saying, I mean, obviously there's some... You know, that's just generalizations and there have been other people that have passed away. I get that. But the same thing is with other stuff. But, you know, to be able to, like you look at people and, that, you know, you saw, I saw news articles, people going to Costco or Sam's Club or whatever it is, and they're buying, buying them out of toilet paper, paper towels, hand sanitizers. There's a shortage on masks. You know, it's like, oh. I, you know what? I think you should just wash your hands. Yes. Yeah, we could do that. Wash. Wash, Wash your hands. hands. You know, here's what's interesting. Have we cured the flu yet? No. Flu is a virus? Yeah. And we haven't cured it yet? No. No, because I get a flu shot every year, so I know we haven't right. cured it. And and even in getting the flu shot, they don't guarantee that you won't get the flu. Well, they can't because they have no idea what... So we not only haven't we cured the flu, Right. we're not that good at guessing what flu strain is coming to prepare for the flu, even right. when we have the equipment to do it. Right. All right, have we cured the common cold yet? No. Oh, my. But, but the common cold is, it's like, oh, they have a cold, it's fine. Why? Because we're used to it. Yeah, and it's a virus. And it's a virus, right. And so the flu is a virus, the cold is a virus. Right. The corona is a virus. Right. That has very similar characteristics. Yes. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's just interesting. So, so what would make, I would suggest as an older guy, number one, in order for you to get sick, you have to get the germ into your body somehow. Right. It's passed by droplets. That's they right. Say, whatever they. That, so you know. try not to inhale three inches from somebody who's sneezing. That that would be one of the rules. Right. Which would people might say, well, that's why I got a mask. Yeah. Well. Yeah. The, by the way, you can do a little study and see how heavy those droplets are and know how far you have to stay away and you don't need a mask. Right. Well, I also read something else that a lot of people get the mask and even wear them properly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't even matter. Yeah. I saw a guy. I just. <laughs> Recently, I was on an airplane. I saw a guy wearing one, and it was down over his lower lip. <laughs> Not even over his nose. No, it wasn't over <laughs> his nose. It really wasn't over his mouth so he could talk. It was uh, just over his lower I lip. I must say, I must say, I, I'm 
there's been a lot of memes that have come out of the coronavirus, you know, but that's besides the point. Well, do you know how many people have died from the flu in uh, 2019? I don't. I don't. Well, so far, uh, the statistics, because, you know, they have to gather them, obviously. Yep. 14,000 people have died and 250,000 have been hospitalized during the 2019-20 flu season. Is that just in the United States? Yeah, I believe so. How many? How many died? Fourteen thousand. Fourteen thousand. And two hundred fifty thousand have been hospitalized with the flu. Yeah. How many have died with the coronavirus? Do you know? Uh, I don't know what the number is. Is it? it might you know, be, the last. I think worldwide. I think it. Did I hear three thousand? I think that's the last I heard. Worldwide. Yeah. 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 So the flu. And I think we're we have fourteen thousand. I think we're at ten in the states. Okay. So we have. At, at the time of this recording. Yeah, 14,000 yeah. died from the flu so far. Right, so far. I'd yeah. be more careful about the flu, right? personally, at this point, because it's it's out there. It's always been out there. Every winter, it's out there. Right, right. So mankind has not eradicated this yet. Right. I read an interesting article, and again, I must admit it's pamphlet knowledge, which means... <laughs> Who knows? Which means you don't, you don't even know. Who knows? Fair but enough. I do read these science articles, and this one came from a science article out of Israel, and it was talking about how really they're quite excited about the fact that they have been treating the coronavirus for years in chickens, hmm. and that it's really just one little mutation that makes it uh, for people. Yeah. They really think in three weeks they'll have a vaccine that they can start testing. Right. Three weeks. Right. Because they've been, and the, and the guys that were there were almost giddy. They were saying, yeah, we cured it from the chickens. Mm-hmm. I mean, chickens don't get it anymore. Right. And it's, it's really not that much different. So we're just going to flip the switch here. And I think it was this week they were flipping all the equipment over to start uh, brewing, whatever they do. Oh, sure, sure. But yeah. it's interesting, though, like how, and I think it's because of how technology has made our world smaller. You know, like I would say if we were to gotten this, you know, coronavirus 15 years ago, it'd be a totally different story, you know, even 10 years ago. Yeah. You know. I think people need to be very careful about any news they get because every news channel, every single one is trying to get an audience. Yeah. And to get an audience, I think they need to think dramatic. Right. Well, and this has been so dramatic that, I mean, it's even impacted the economy because people are still afraid of it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, which is, which is, you know, anyway, so. I, well, you know what? I'm Swedish and we're, we're kind of flatliners. So, so my emotional flatline kicks in. It's like, okay, people. Like, uh, and maybe you disagree with me. I don't know. But it's just, I, no. I keep thinking. Well, let's, people let's use common it. sense for a second. Yeah. My, my father-in-law, he used to be a doctor. I think he worked, I'm not really sure how many years, I think 40 years being a doctor and never really got sick during that time. Right. And I asked him, you know, why? He said, because I washed my hands. Right. Absolutely. And you have another friend that's a doctor that's saying the same thing. Yeah, just wash your hands. Wash your hands. And it's like, okay. And then he explained it to me again, which I said earlier in the show. Really, Dave, understand the principle. The germ has to get into your system somehow. Right. So you have to have a break in the skin. Right. Or you have to put it in your mouth, in your nose, in your eyes, in your ears. Right. Somehow it's got to get in. Right. So honestly, if you keep your hands away right. from your eyes, nose, mouth, and ears, you probably won't get sick. Right. And if you wash them, you probably won't That's get right. sick. And you know what? Here's some other pamphlet knowledge. See, I have some pamphlet knowledge. All right. Too, All right let me hear it. That I might write a pamphlet on it. That's right. So I, I read 
I don't know what what article this was because I've read a lot, but that your phone, your smartphone, carries eight times more germs than a keyboard. Because everybody knows that keyboards are dirty. That's right. But your phone. So you can wash your hands, but are you washing your phone? Yeah, but aren't those my germs? Your keyboard, maybe. Isn't my phone my germs? I I mean, I don't lend my phone to you. Yeah, but your phone is wherever your hands go. If you're washing your hands, you go back to your phone. Grossness. You know, you just think about it. I'm going to cover this with a hazmat suit, my phone. Do they have hazmat suits for phones? I'm sure you can find a mask for it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I want a hazmat suit. I don't want just. But don't look at Amazon because I think they're sold out of them. Oh, a mask. <laughs> Do you know that the um, the uh, head of the CDC or whoever it is in our country that's the medical person? Geez, he basically <laughs> he he basically said quit buying masks. Right. I mean, he's the one that said quit buying them. Right. Because we can't. You know, we we're going to have to use a War Powers Act to get masks. You know, to hospitals again. where they actually need. Yeah. It. We, so stop it. I I do think that because of the drama, not because of the truth, right? But because of the drama, we believe that we're we're doing things maybe to help us be safer when really everyday practices should be in place. Wash your hands. Mm-hmm. If you're going to sneeze, sneeze into your elbow. If you're going to pick know your that. nose, yeah. wash your hands. Yeah, before you pick your nose. I and mean, after, you, please yeah, come on, please. <laughs> before and yeah. after. I, I just think there's there's common sense that kicks in, and all the drama doesn't help things. Right. Whenever you put anything out on the news that that says, "Oh, you're in danger of this," you're going to elicit a right. response, and half of it's garbage. Right. Because all they're trying to do is get you emotional about something. Yeah. I mean, uh, I. Once I, I did this, I, I thought, I'm not going to watch the news for like three weeks. I'm just not going to watch it. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to watch it and see if anything's changed. <laughs> did anything change? No. Not one thing. It was like the same story. Somebody shot somebody. There's not, I mean. I, I, <laughs> there was I, probably an article about a shooting. Yeah. An article about Trump saying something on Twitter. Oh, absolutely. And, <laughs> and something on global warming. Well, and then, <laughs> and then there was the Democrats who were. Uh, talking about uh, how the whole nation is suffering under Trump and we have to you know, get oh, rid sure, of him. Sure. So in that, it's like, okay, do the news, does the news media realize that the more dramatic they get, the more they're actually losing people? Yeah. Because now it's like, it's the norm to be so dramatic. Mm-hmm. I, I'm wondering, I often thought, should I start a news channel with no drama? Sure. I mean- you think we should do that? A, we, we a younger, try. older news channel. That'd no drama. You know, maybe we'll do that. If the, for those of you that tune into Younger and Older, I think in the next episode, we're going to try and do a no drama news episode. So we can go through the news of the day. Now, these are recorded at a certain time in history, so you'll hear the news from that day. I'll, I'll pull up the AP news, and you and I will do a newscast. Okay. And we'll figure out how to do it with no drama. <laughs> with no drama. No drama. So that means you can't even talk with a dramatic voice. No, you can't. Your typical news yeah. voice. Well, it used to be that way. Walter Cronkite and all those guys, they kind of, they I know you don't know who that is, but they, they were- the name. They were voices that were kind of um, uh, flatline voices, kind of uh-huh. like, uh, you know, welcome to the news today. <laughs> today, we dropped a big one in Hiroshima. There were a lot of people dead. Joe- is selling milk at 35 cents a gallon. That's how the news went. Gotcha. You know, I mean, it was like the voice stayed the same, and here's all the, you know, here's the facts. Then you had uh, this uh, Detective Friday going, just the facts, ma'am, just the facts. You know, I mean, <laughs> that, we've lost that. Now it's right. like all the interpretation of the news. That's right. You don't even get the facts anymore. No, and it's like, 
I, you know, I'm not going to listen to a politician. Mm-hmm. I'm just not going to. It, because if their mouth is moving, they're trying to convince somebody of something. Yeah. They're not trying to tell you anything. Mm-hmm. But what happened recently? Isn't there something happened on the Supreme Court that is kind of stupid? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, who is it? Uh, it was uh, Minority Leader of the oh, Senate. Schumer. Schumer. Senator Schumer. Uh, said what appeared to be like a threat. Towards... See if you can find it. Yeah. I mean, let me, you're, let me, you're online there. I, let me pull it up. And he was threatening the Supreme Court justices? Pretty much. You know, when you look at our country, the reason that, that we have a division of power is because we need a division of power. You know, the court system's there to look at everything that we do as a nation, to look at it as legislators, you know, and, and decide whether this is in line with the Constitution or not. Right. That's all. And when you start manipulating, now I know people say where well, the president manipulates the judges. I'm not sure if manipulation is the right word. We, we have the president appoint judges. And if you think the judges are going to be people that have no opinions about anything, then you're living somewhere under a rock. I mean, everybody has an opinion about stuff. Mm-hmm. What a judge is supposed to do is to be able to look at things and evaluate each case based on the merits of the case, even though they have an opinion. Right. And that's really important. I think you could use a sports analogy. So I, um, last year when I was watching the Packers, and I'm a Packer fan, mm-hmm. and they were, I think they only had three losses by the end of the year or something. And I, you know, my statement was, honestly, I think they're the worst 13-3 and team I've ever seen or whatever it was. And people got on my case saying, oh, you're not a fan. I think, no, I'm, I'm honestly trying to evaluate. I have no idea how they keep winning. Right. You know, they just weren't that good, but they kept winning. Right. And if score is the only thing that mattered, they did fine. Yeah. But I think there was other factors in there. I think once they got in the playoffs, it was pretty evident mm-hmm. that they didn't belong there anymore because something didn't work. Yeah. Um, and again, e- evaluation along the way. Notice what I just said. It was all kind of factual. There's no real drama in that. It's like, here's what I, here's what I saw. Mm-hmm. That's really hard to do in life. It's hard to do mm-hmm. with news because yeah. we're trying to convince somebody of something. Did you find what... Yeah, yeah. so so we pretty much said so. There's a there's a court case that the Supreme Court picked up about uh, a Louisiana abortion law um, that could um, impact the Roe v. Wade ruling um, from a while ago. And he said this. He says, "I want to tell you, Justice Kavanaugh, and Justice Gorsuch, you have unleashed a whirlwind, and you will pay the price. You don't know what would hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions." So that came from the minority that came leader. From the minority of the leader Senate. of the Senate. Yeah. Does he work for the mafia? <laughs> it sounds like it, doesn't it? Yeah, I grew up in Chicago. It sounds like El Capone <laughs> just went to Senate. That's right. <laughs> Look sounds out, like man! Sounds like he's got some lynchmen in the in the shadows or yeah. something. Does he have guys standing behind him with Tommy guns? I don't know. Yeah, I don't. You don't see the picture on there, huh? That's right. I just see words. Yeah. You even know what a Tommy gun is? I do know what a yeah, Tommy okay. gun is. Yeah, okay. You're, you're young, from Chicago. On. I'm from so, Chicago. You don't know what a Tommy gun is. Yeah. You didn't grow up in Chicago. Not By the way, I'm but. not uh, saying we should have violence. I'm, I'm kind of making light of a situation that's kind of silly. The, the politicians keep putting their foot in their mouth. They're so dramatic about things and the way they say things, including our president who likes to tweet a lot. Yeah. Um, that pretty soon it's more amusement than it is substance. Hmm. And that's so true, yeah. So think about it. So our whole nation right now, we're more amused by our politicians, but they're the ones that are supposed to be leading us. Yeah. 
But do any of us really believe they're leading? Or are they just amusing us? Mm-hmm. The other day, now this is my mind frame. Okay, so okay. I was talking to somebody. A moment in the life of Dave's Yeah, brain. just mind frame. I, I'm not even sure if it's right, but I was talking to somebody and they said, man, you know, what if you know somebody else gets elected? I said, oh man, if Trump's not around, the, the entertainment factor is gonna be zero. Yeah. And they looked at me like, you would, you would vote, I mean, they got all dramatic on me, like, you would vote for a guy for entertainment. And I'm thinking, <laughs> I didn't say I'd vote for anybody, actually. I, I just said, at this point in life, yeah. have you seen the cartoons? Yeah. They're, they're hilarious. Oh, yeah. Well, then I thought for a moment, I thought, is that really where politics has gone? All of us in the nation are making fun of them. Mm-hmm. And they take themselves very seriously. Mm-hmm. And we're all laughing at them. Right. Do they know we're laughing at them? Somebody needs to send them this podcast. <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, see if they'll listen to it. That's right. But I, I, I mean, you know, I, whenever I teach about like King Nebuchadnezzar to the kids, mm-hmm. um, I was trying to explain to them that kings were very interesting in that they surrounded themselves with people who would just tell them what they wanted to hear. Mm-hmm. So they never knew the truth. Right. That's Washington. Sounds about right. You, you surround yourself with people who think like you think, and you never really know the truth. Because when you come out, when a guy like Schumer or a guy like Trump, whoever it is, comes out and just says, the people, this is what the people want. I know. I've talked to them. Mm-hmm. You go, yeah, you've talked to all the people around you who are your yes men and yes women. Right. And they've told you exactly what you wanted to hear. Mm-hmm. And now you're telling us that's what everybody wants to hear. Right. The emperor has no clothes. I'm sorry. You know that story? I do. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what's happening. Um, there's only one person, some kid that knows the emperor doesn't have any clothes. And for those of you that don't know the story, go buy the book. It, it, you know what I mean? It's, <laughs> so it's one of those things where that's right. I, I'm not going to tell you the story. But when you look at it, I think, you know, I don't... I, I think there has to be something that happens to get us where we get people in Washington, D.C. again who actually want to lead the country hmm. and aren't in it for the entertainment value or their personal money value or or their ego value or whatever else. Mm-hmm. Um, here's what I'm sure of. I'm not saying anything positive or negative about um, uh, you know who I would vote for or not, but I, I would think that President Trump is not in it to try and make money. Right. He's already made his money. I think uh, Bloomberg, who's already dropped out, wouldn't have been in it for money. Right. But but they could be in it for some other reason that's not noble. I understand that, and I can't judge their hearts. I I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I find it ironic, and this is just me talking as a boomer looking at it sure. to you. And this is a conversation between two guys over a table, so turn it off if you don't like it. But the, the bottom line is I look at someone like Sanders and he, he's coming across as a, a champion for the um, middle class and poor and he's a millionaire. Right. And I'm thinking, okay, that, that's ironic. Uh, can somebody who's poor run for president? Within and, our system? I don't think so. You no, know, they have to have a bunch of rich guys that they have to answer to to pay for them. Right. And I think that there's people out there that are just middle class people, normal people, normal business people who could run the country very well. Mm-hmm. You know, I've often said, if you really want to straighten out the budget in this country, let my wife do it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and you know why? It's just simple. 
Um, don't spend more than you take in. Um, get uh, who, who's that? Who's the financial wizard? The Christian financial wizard. Um, oh, uh, Dave, Dave Ramsey. Ramsey. Okay, Dave so Ramsey, if yeah. I run for president and I win, I'll make him in charge of the budget. There you go. I mean, that, that's what I would do. It's, right. it's like you know what. Is it that diff- I know there's a lot more zeros, so if, if you want to make it understandable to me, knock a few zeros off, and then I'll put it in some kind of budget and then add the zeros later. Mm-hmm. It, but either way, it's a simple principle. Yeah. Don't spend more than you take in. And if you do spend more than you take in, what's your plan for paying it off? Right. Now, did I say anything that's really difficult to understand? No, it's pretty straightforward to me. Uh, then why? <laughs> <laughs> then why are we in debt? Yeah. That's the question. And how can we get people to run for office and stay away from the drama and stay away from the entertainment value? How can we do that? Because that's, you know, I'm looking at your generation saying, you know what my generation can do? We can ride this out. Mm -hmm. We've already made a ton of mistakes. We put you in great debt. We've already enjoyed money we haven't even earned. Yeah. See ya. I mean, that's where we're at. Right, right. So the question really is, how do you get leaders in place mm-hmm. that will actually make the decisions that will will uh, allow the ship to turn? Mm-hmm. Because it needs to turn. It's going in the wrong direction right? somehow. And I don't think my generation has given you any models on how to do that. Mm. You know, I'm sorry for that. I, I just don't think we are. I think at this point it's like we're laughing at what's going on in Washington, but we're not offering right. any solutions to it. Mm-hmm. because we realize the situation we're in, we can't offer them. There's no way to fix it right? without some real dramatic things happening. I mean, if you ran for senator, I'd vote for you. Mm-hmm. But you couldn't because you wouldn't have the money. Right. Um, I, told I, w- you, I wouldn't want to. <laughs> well, there was a guy once that asked me, why don't you run for office? I said, because my stand would be pretty simple. I love God. I love this nation. I love people. I'm going to act like I love God. And I love this, and and that's what I'm going to run on. Yeah, you said, well, that won't work. I said, no, it won't. Can you imagine a, a conservative Christian like myself saying, I want to, I want to run for office because I want to have a nation that honors God. And every day, if I'm in office, I'm going to just ask God for wisdom on the decisions that we need to make. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I think abortion is immoral and wrong and evil. Right. And, and I could go on with things and say, this is what I already understand, and you're not going to change my thinking on these things. Mm-hmm. Now, it doesn't mean that I, I won't lead a people that believe differently than me. Right. It means these are the stands that I take. Mm-hmm. And I think not taking a stand on things like marriage, not taking a stand on abortion, where you, you, you take care of the innocent people— it's going to get us in a lot more trouble down the road than taking no stands and trying to please everybody who um, has an opinion about anything. So that's the uh, boomer talking. Yeah. No. And I think that I, mean, the, I think that's I think that's the sort of politician we hope would run, but they can't. It can't. There's no way. There's for no way. Too. There's no way. Um, but unfortunately, we're out of time again for today. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. Just kind of, it was a chat about current events, I suppose, and just kind of our opinion on it and all that sort of stuff. But uh, if you missed part of it, feel free to head over to Relate365. 
dot com. Almost missed it, Dave. I know. And I'm could, sleeping. Uh, I know. You could uh, you could check out this podcast or even other podcasts. We we talk about a various topics from a boomer perspective and from a my perspective, zenial, millennial, millennial, whatever you want to call it. But uh, thank you guys for joining us. We love hanging out with you, uh, and we'll see you here next time in Nerd Older with Jason and Dave. Take care. Bye bye.